0: Okay, take your Bibles, turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, please, Ecclesiastes chapter 5. Yes, we're glad that you stay today, and I hope that God will give you something from His Word that will be a challenge and encouragement to you as we talk about the the church. I have always used paper, and I just went to iPad, and it won't come up. <laughs> Please. Oh, boy. We might be going by memory today. Give me one of my outlines from the back. I might need to go from that. Oh, man. I'm serious. I might have to if it doesn't come up. Yeah, well, here we go. I, I usually carry a backup. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Thank you for your prayers or your laughter, whichever, whatever you, everyone was in the auditorium is either praying for me or laughing at me. So I'm, I'm thinking mostly the second, all right? So, Ecclesiastes chapter five, here in the afternoon service, we're talking about the beautiful bride, the church. It's a beautiful thing, Look, started by Christ, powered by the Holy Spirit. This is when you come and you gather, and you, and many joined last week, several joined the church. You're part of something that Jesus Christ started 2,000 years ago. So to think about that. Uh, it's an amazing thing that we get to carry on that, uh, the tradition or the, co- not really a tradition, a command of our Lord and Savior. And the church is obviously not a building. Uh, it's more than just what we do here at 32 Park Ave on Sundays. Obviously, the church is far more than that. However, the word church does mean a called out assembly. So there is something about assembling as the body. It's, it's part of what the church does. Assembles as the body. We did this morning, I, I believe in the auditorium, we had about 140 people assembled in the auditorium in the morning service. Part, the whole body wasn't here. Some of the parts of the body weren't here. They're out of town, different things. But part of the body assembled. We do that regularly as a church. And uh, we have another service here, the body assembling. God's people have gathered together even in the Old Testament, right? Before the church was began by Christ, the people of God gathered. Uh, but today we're going to look at Old Testament's um, truths, principles of Old Testament gathering that still apply in New Testament church, all right? So these are principles that we learn from the book of Ecclesiastes. Uh, The word Ecclesiastes means the preacher, and he was preaching a message. And here's the message that he, part of the message that he preached was about the gathering of God's people. And so let's look here at Ecclesiastes chapter 5. We'll read a few verses here to begin. Verse number 1. Keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God. Now I want you to think about Solomon the preacher instructing God's people. Keep your foot when you go to the house of God. When you go to the house of God, be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they do evil. See, you can do evil when you go to the house of God. This is what he's saying. Be careful what you do in the house of God, because just because you're in the house of God doesn't mean you're doing right. It's pretty strong words, really. We all think, oh, I went to church. But did you do evil when you went to the house of God? That's what Solomon the preacher is saying, verse number two. Be not rash. With thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. For a dream cometh through the multitude of business, and a fool's voice is known by multitude of words. We're going to look at how to come to church, how to gather as believers. Let's pray. Father, thank you for our time together. Help me to handle your word with Respect and caution but with power and authority comes from you. Thank you for the truth we can receive today. Help us all to learn it and apply it in our lives. In your precious name we pray. Amen. So this instructs us of how to come to church. Number one, how to come to church. Come respecting. Come respecting. He says very clearly, keep thy foot when you come to the house of God. That phrase, keep thy foot, means to watch or to guard your steps. Maybe as a parent, you've done this before, I've heard this before. When a child of yours may get a little sassy, may talk back to you a little bit, you might say to them, hey, you better watch your mouth. If a kid was really sassy, he'd say, well, how am I going to watch my mouth? I can't see my mouth. You know, they might talk back. But you know what it means to watch your mouth. You better watch your tongue. You better watch your tone. You better be careful how you talk to me. I'm your authority. I'm your father. I'm your You better watch it right? This is the instruction from the preacher. I'm not making this up. He says, you better watch your foot when you come to the house of God. There's instruction about respecting the, your trip. You're, you're, you're going to the house of God. It's a serious instruction. This, he says the house of God. When he's writing this, the house of God was the temple. Solomon is writing it. Who built the temple? <laughs> Solomon. I'm sorry. He's talking about the house that he built for the uh, for God, it's a gathering place. And this is our afternoon service, all right? So let me, let me give you some clear instruction about what, why we wanted to have an afternoon service and why we have kids in here. And sometimes it gets a little disruptive and a little a uh, little, little, little more disruptive than the morning service. But we think it's important. Why? Kids, listen to me. All the kids, listen to me. This is the house of God. This is the Word of God. And we're trying to teach you, as you come in here, to respect the house of God and the Word of God. And if all you do is go to a a kids program, you're not getting the full instruction of how serious it is that you come in here and you sit and you listen to the Word of God. You're not going to be perfect. Our adults aren't perfect. Some fall asleep sometimes. Uh, Sometimes we struggle with different things. Uh, But... It's important to understand, he's telling us, watch your foot. You come to the house of God respecting the place, the idea of gathering on behalf of God. So kids, I tell you right here, I want you to respect the house of God. Respect the word of God, respect the service of God. Adults, we need to teach them that. So certainly what they did in the Old Testament at the temple is a little different than what we did, we do now, right? We understand that? In fact, you know... If Mary had a little lamb that followed her to church one day back in the Old Testament, it wasn't going to end well for Mary's little lamb, right? We understand they took the lamb for a reason. Mary's lamb wasn't going to follow her home, all right? So there's a whole different idea of what was going on. and No one brought live animals to church today, I don't think, unless you have something in your purse we don't know about. We don't need to sacrifice. So what we do is a little different than it was back in the Old Testament. But there's still, the idea here is um, to have the right attitude when we come to church. We can still enjoy fellowship. It's still okay to laugh. It's okay to enjoy yourself. It's, it's okay to go out and feel charged up, excited. That's great. We have fellowship time. That's okay. But don't forget the fact that we are to watch our foot When we come to the house of God, it means come with a seriousness and a sobriety. But what's going on? Right. And so this is a good warning for all of us, kids and adults, a reminder that as we gather as God's people, we are we are worshiping the almighty God and we come into his presence respecting. So here these verses teach us, first of all, that we ought to come respecting. Number two. We ought to come expecting. Come expecting. The Bible here says that we ought to be more ready to hear. I I preached a message a while back, I think it was actually New Year's Day, about lame expectations, about uh, uh, the lame man that went to the temple and just expected the same old thing, but at that, that day, God did a miracle. Right? We ought to come to church expecting, ready to hear. You ought to be expecting to hear from the Word of God. Whether it's me or Pastor Levi or Pastor Yeomans or whoever it is behind the pulpit, you ought to expect to hear the Word of God preached. It's not our ideas. It's not our philosophies. And whether you respect me as a person or not, it doesn't really matter. You ought to respect the Word of God. So we come here expecting that God is going to move in our hearts and teach us something. The preacher ought to be prepared to deliver the Word of God, right? Right? I'll be honest, I've spent time this week preparing the word of God. Pastor Levi spent time preparing that message we have to do our part, but you have to do your part as well. Are you prepared to hear the Word of God? Are you ready to receive what God has in store? I mean Jesus told the parable of the sower and the seed the really the the idea there is the word of God is the same. it's all about the condition of the soil right so Uh, Some of you may have came into the morning service and received a lot from the preaching because your heart was ready to receive it. And maybe some didn't get so much because their heart wasn't ready to receive it. So come expecting. Be ready to hear. Right now, in this room, there are dozens, if not hundreds, of radio stations right now. If you have the right device... You could tune in to a number of radio stations. It's all around you. It's floating all over you. But if you don't have the right device to tune in to the frequency, you won't get the signal. Let me say this. I believe when two or three are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. I believe that the Holy Spirit blesses the word of God. So I believe that any time someone gets up here and truthfully and honestly and openly declares God's word that all around us is the Holy Spirit trying to do a work in our hearts, but the question is, are we tuned into the frequency? right? So it really comes into how you came into the service will determine how how you go out of the service. This is not a church that believes in come as you are and leave as you were. It's come as you are and leave with the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And it all depends. Are you ready? Are you coming? Expecting? Are you dialed in this morning? We use that. Are you dialed into the spirit? Oh Lord, please speak to me. I'm ready to receive something. And maybe we just get in the routine of like, okay, it's Sunday morning at 10:30. I'm going to do my, do our thing, and we'll sit there and we'll sing a few songs and we'll go through the motions. But we ought to come expecting, dialed in to the preaching of God's word. What does that look like practically? I ought to come to church rested, ready. Excited, prepared. You ought to come, Maybe take some notes. Maybe change your schedule a little bit so you can get here a little bit earlier to prepare your heart. I know I it's. Hey, believe me. I, I we had two kids. Here, here's the secret to my success as a parent. When we had two kids, trying to get ready for church, this is easy. Live next door to the church. <laughs> I'd come over nice and early, and I'd do my stuff. I'd walk back over, get my wife and kids, and bring them to church. It's I, I always early for church, but I live right next door. We all can't do that. I understand. Well, I don't understand so much because I, I had it easy. But I know how hard it is maybe to sometimes get my family out the door on time for other events and activities. And so I know it's a struggle, but I'm saying this is what I'm trying to teach. I think the Bible is teaching. It's not me. It's the Bible is saying watch your foot, be respecting as you come to the house of God, and be ready to hear. How do you have to change your schedule? What can you do to get you to the point where you're ready to hear what God wants to say to you? It's not about the preacher. It's about the free Holy Spirit speaking to us, and we're tuning in. We're dialing in. I came to church dialed in this morning ready to receive it. Could you say that? We ought to come. It says, he says this, come ready to hear, not give the sacrifice of fools. Now, what does that mean, the sacrifice of fools? I, I think there's several things. It could have been that they were bringing uh, offerings that weren't acceptable at that time, a sacrifice of fools, or it could just be that they're just going through the motions, just going through the motions. And so let me challenge you, come to church expecting, not because it's expected, Oh, it's I expected me to be there. I ought to be, come with anticipation and expectation. Um, I know I preached a message about this a couple, but it's in the text, so I kind of had to go through it. Come respecting, come expecting. One last thing we ought to come inspecting. <laughs> These people considered not that they did evil, they thought they were doing the right thing. They're coming to church, and they're going through the motions, and they're there not to hear, but they came with a sacrifice of fools, and God says, you're you're doing evil. When you thought you're doing good, we ought to come to the house of God inspecting. This is a place of self-examination. I hope and pray that today, as Pastor Levi talked about the power of the gospel, and the impact of the gospel. That you inspected your life based upon what the word of God said in the book of Philemon. That's what we ought to do. Inspect. It's a place of self-inspection. Not a place for us to judge other people. I was teasing today. I was out there by the table and I was telling people, I'm just, I just stand here and I judge people by what's on their plate. Oh, look at all the sweets that guy's eating. Look at oh, healthy, good balance. I, kinda, I, I, crit, I critique and criticize by what's on your plate. I don't really do that. I, just, I was just joking. Because if you saw, I don't carry a plate. I just keep going back over and over and over. It's worse, all right? And so uh, we're not here to inspect other people. How many times have I heard as a preacher, oh, that would have been a good message for so-and-so? And I, in kindness, I don't say much, but in my heart, I think, well, then we missed the point, didn't we? If we think it's a good, I mean, if it's a good, I understand, if you think that's a good message for so-and-so, don't tell me about it. Get them a copy and give it to them. <laughs> tell them, hey, Pastor Yeoman, Pastor Levi had a great message that I think would be a challenge and encouragement to you. Go listen to it online. That, that's what you ought to do. Don't tell me that was a good message for them. Tell them it's a good message for them. Was it a good message for you? What did you learn? What did you receive? Come inspecting. If we expect God to speak, then we should expect to respond to that. So if you're coming to church respecting and expecting, then we all expect, like, when God does speak to me, I'll say, yes, Lord, yes. I'll do it. I'll obey. I, I want to be different tomorrow than I am today. I, I'm not going to church just to put in time. I'm going to church to learn and grow and be challenged. And, and I, I tell you, I went to the men's conference, and I was challenged by the preaching there. I was challenged. I left there... On the afternoon, on the Saturday afternoon, I thought, I-, I need to do this. I, I need to change this. Because at, as I sat with 350 men, I wasn't worried about the other 349. It's one guy that really mattered to me. And that's me. Come inspecting. We ought to come to church ready to make a decision. Prepared. I- I'm ready. If God make- talks to me, I'm going to make a decision. Look at verse number two, not a rash decision. He says, be not rash with your mouth. Let thy heart be hasty to utter anything before the Lord. Be careful. I mean, I'm not saying that you just make a rash decision or a, a decision you're not going to keep. God says, be, in fact, the passage goes on to be very careful about making a decision that you're not intending to keep. <laughs> it goes back to your meeting with the eternal God and he's speaking to your heart. What are you going to do about it? Don't be rash. Don't be quick. He's look at verse number four. And when thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools, pay that which thou hast vowed. Be careful about vowing a vow to God. But the point of the passage is, you ought to make a vow to God. (laughs) There ought to be some decisions that you're making. If you're not making decisions, there's no growth, there's no progression. So we ought to come to church inspecting, expecting, and respecting. We often talk about being faithful to church, and I, and I believe in that. I, I think it's important to be faithful to church. Uh, I, I was raised that way. I'm, I was fortunate to be raised that way. I've practiced that. I practiced that before I was on staff. Uh, I practice it while I'm on staff. And by God's grace, I'll practice it after I'm on staff. I think it's important to gather with believers. I believe that's part of the, the calling. That, in fact, if you want to add one more to your outline, I don't even have this, but you can add easily on there, You know, come to church not neglecting. Even rhymes, don't neglect coming to church, as it says in Hebrews chapter 10, right? Not neglecting the assembly of ourselves, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. But more important than how often you come is how you come. And I often can say it's more important. I mean because you're, you're trying to like balance God's commandments. Is it more important that I obey him and go to church or that I come with the right heart? Well you, you, yes the answer is yes I, i can't say well if i have a bad heart don't go to no i wouldn't say that i say get your heart right and come to church but as important as coming to church is coming ready to hear ready to listen ready to decide not to give a sacrifice of fools and be respectful of the house of god just as important so my challenge today is pretty simple As you talk about this beautiful bride that God has left for us. And this beautiful assembly of God's people that we organize and have uh, for you on a weekly basis. As you gather, will you come respecting the house of God? Kids, will you learn that this is a place that we ought to respect God? Adults, will we show them this is a place that we respect the things of God? Will we come expecting God to speak to you? He he wants desperately to teach you and train you and mold you to be more like Jesus Christ. And all around us is the Holy Spirit trying to speak to us. Are we coming dialed in to the Holy Spirit? And then lastly, will we come inspecting, saying, Lord, what about me? What do you want to do in my heart today? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the altar if it means that. I'm ready to kneel at my chair if it means that. I'm ready to obey you no matter what, because I'm coming to worship the eternal God. That's how to come to church. Old Testament principles that simply apply in New Testament church. Would you bow your head and close your eyes just for a minute? I hope and pray that, that as I prepare for church next Sunday, that God will bring to my mind and remind me as I walk into these doors, or before that, that I'll prepare myself for what's going to happen. It ought not be a job for me, even though I get I'm on staff and I get paid by the church. It's not, this is not my job. It's my desire. I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to meet with God. I pray that all of us would have a different maybe spirit and thought process next week because God brings to our remembrance Ecclesiastes chapter 5, the words of the preacher. Keep your foot, be ready to hear, be careful. Consider yourself that you're not doing evil. May God help us. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd help us in this time to think about uh, your presence and your power and your authority in our life. And Lord, I pray that you would teach us and instruct us from your word so clearly and so plainly that it would come down to a yes or no answer on our part. And so, Lord, I pray we would be dialed in and listening to your voice and your spirit as we gather. And Lord, even more than that, as we open our Bibles this week, speak to us, challenge us, but help us to focus in on as we come as a body to assemble, to glorify you. So help us to consider these truths in the weeks that come. In your precious name we pray. Amen.